Hi guys, welcome to the Grateful Posture Podcast, where we talk all things mindset for resellers. I'm your host, Sonia, and today we're going to talk about facing your fears in the reselling world. So let's get into it. You guys, I am actually really excited to talk about this one because me, if you know me, you know I pretty much have anxiety all the time and I'm constantly dealing with like fear of the unknown basically like I think fear and anxiety in our industry is so real but it's not talked about enough especially when you become a full-time reseller because let's be real anything can change at any point so really it's like the fear of the unknown the fear of market change the fear of income change the fear of industry getting cold like there's so many things that play into the success that we experience, not necessarily it's, I mean, we have power to take action, you know, where we can to really make our business successful, but there's also things that play into it that really holds us back. So I feel like this episode is going to be really good. And overall, like how to really face your fears. And, um, I think it's going to help you just kind of realize like fear, is it really fear or is it just limiting beliefs? I mean, honestly, for me, Whatever you can think of, I've probably experienced it. I get anxiety over like the smallest things, honestly. Like it can be something like, oh my gosh, are they going to like the items I purchased for today's pause show? Are people going to come watch the show? Um, and it can be as honestly as silly as like, am I going to run out of the packing tape today? Because I can't find where I hid the rest of them. The fear of running out of um, my Rolo printing labels is for it's like it's the real deal <laughs> like because it takes a couple of days for it to get here from Amazon and I'm just like you should always have an extra roll and sometimes I just forget to order um, a backup but it can honestly range so much for me and so I just want to talk about it because I feel like there's so many people out there with so much amazing potential but they're they're kind of like letting fear hold them back and I think, like I mentioned before, I think it's, we don't talk about it enough. It's always, oh, are you doing this? Are you doing this? There's all these like tips and tricks, you know, how to get your business booming and stuff like that. But are we really talking about how to get out of that like fear zone and, you know, asking yourself, am I worthy for the success? How do you push through that and push through the limiting beliefs to get to the next level? Like, honestly, you know, my personal experience, as far as fear goes, I experience it all the time, <laughs> like all the time, but like, okay, for example, when live shows came out, I remember people being like, are you going to try whatnot or whatever? And I said, no, like I have no reason to leave Poshmark whatsoever. But then when Poshmark came out with it, I really wanted to try it, but instantly it was like who's going to watch your shows? Who's going to, you know, want to buy these items? Who's going to show up on a regular basis? Like, and, and shows were so new at that point that it was like, what does that mean long-term? Like I just immediately got stuck into this like cycle of like limiting beliefs. Like I, it's not going to work for you. So what's the point of even trying it, you know, but I just, it came to a point where it was like, okay, I finally had the opportunity to do that beta testing and I forced myself. I didn't think too much when I prepped for the show. I just said, 
I'm going to do it. Like, I'm just going to try it. And if it works great, if it doesn't, then, you know, I'll figure out what I can do with that. And I pushed myself. I did it. I, you know, I kept showing up and then I took a break and then I got scared again to start again because I was like, who's going to come watch these shows? It was the same process as the first time I was just sitting there and questioning myself, like, you know, why are we even doing this? This is so silly. But if I didn't push through that fear and that limiting belief, where would I be today? Because now my whole business like has changed and completely is the primary, the primary focus is live sales. But had I not pushed through that, I would have been still stuck at, should I try this or should not try this? Like, I don't know. I don't know what to do with, you know, what to do next. Like, so that's one example. And the other example, this dang podcast, y'all, I wanted to start this podcast for literally probably a year now. (laughs) And I kept telling myself, just, you just got to do it. You just got to do it. And then the limiting beliefs came in. Am, am I worth like, am I worthy enough? Like, do I know what I'm talking about? Like, who's going to listen to me? Like, who cares about what you have to say? Like, what's the point of you starting this podcast? And I was really beating myself up for months, just being like, I'm not good enough to do this. Like why, you know, I don't have the tools. I don't know how to do it, even though I could research how to do it. Like I used every single excuse because I was just literally scared to start. Isn't that crazy? And then finally, Daniela from Thrifters Villa explained, she's like, listen, it's actually really simple. Like you're overcomplicating it. Do X, Y, Z and just hit record. And when she kind of explained the process to me, I was like, okay, well, that's not that bad. And then one day when I had um, probably a glass of wine, (laughs) I finally sat down and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to record it. I'm just going to go for it. And just record it. And I did. And I was like, wait a second. That wasn't, that wasn't that bad at all. Like, what was I so scared of? What was I so scared of? And then it came, well, should I publish it? Like I was facing another like level of fear. Like, should I even publish this? And then thank God it accidentally went live and and that forced me to like start recording. But I had to go back and just really like think about why was I so scared? Why was I so scared to do the live shows? Why was I so scared for this podcast? Like you have to kind of sit down and determine whatever your goal is or whatever you're scared of. You kind of have to ask yourself like, why am I doing this? Like, what's the purpose of this? Right? So as far as the podcast goes, I had to ask myself, because my biggest fear was, is anyone going to listen? Like, who's going to listen to this podcast? Like, And I asked myself, okay, well, Sonia, are you doing this for fame? Are you doing it to have like a million people listen to you? Or are you creating it as a tool to help other resellers or to help anybody listening to this? Like what, what is your ultimate purpose of this podcast? And once I came to the realization that even if this podcast helps one person, one person that listens to and says, wow, that really changed my mindset. And I feel, you know, I feel confident to go out and do X, Y, Z, then the podcast is successful. I'm not here looking for crazy fame. And that was the limiting belief that was holding me back the whole time. I was like, no one's going to listen to me. Like, what am I doing this for? And then I was like, wait a second. Even if one person listens, then I've, I've done my part as far as the podcast goes. So you really have to evaluate, you know, what it is that you want to do. Why are you so scared to do it? 
And what can you do about it? Like, how can you take that next step to where you are facing that fear and you're just trying it? Because remember, you can try something and if it doesn't work out, that's okay. That's okay. But, you know, you're never going to know unless you try it. So what are ways that we can kind of push through that fear? I, I have three good, I feel like really good examples or not examples, but like three different ways that you can take, you can apply this to any situation, whatever it may be. You can sit down and be like, okay, how can I get past this fear slash limiting belief? Like, how can I just push through it? Right. So the first one is going to be research, 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 and educate yourself. I cannot like say that enough because anytime something new comes in, you definitely want to know. You don't have to know everything, right? You don't have to like know every single detail, but you definitely want to do some type of research and education. Um, and by that, I mean, learn from people that are already doing it. You don't have to spend days and countless hours researching a subject on how to, how to start podcasts, but you do have access to other people that are doing it and just follow what they did, you know, kind of like go into into their area of expertise and look at what they did. How did they grow over time? Maybe reach out to that person. Thank God for Daniela because she helped me kind of push through that limiting belief of starting this podcast. So reach out to people that can help you get to that next step, whatever that may be. Maybe it's going full-time. Maybe it's luxury selling. Maybe it's pause shows. You know, those are three great examples of three different variations of it. I mean, going full-time, when I decided to go full-time, I went out and I bought a course. I actually bought two courses um, because I was like, I know that I can spend all this time researching, but I also know that there are people that have already developed the framework that I need. I just, it, it was much faster for me. So I just went that route, right? And I started following those resellers. Same with luxury reselling. There's so many great people out there that are, their main focus is doing um, luxury reselling. And they just, that's all they do. Designer bags, designer shoes, whatever it may be. Um, follow them, learn from them. There's tons of free tools out there that they put out on their social media, on YouTube, but there's some of them also have courses too. And, you know, again, if you're ready to take that step, learn from the people that are already doing it. Same with poshos. If you're like, oh my gosh, I really want to do poshos, but I don't even know where to start. Start by watching other poshos. That's what I did when I didn't have access to it. I literally spent just hours watching people and learning like, okay, I really like how they did that. I really like how they did that. I don't really like this part, you know? And I took mental notes um, and took those notes to develop my shows, you know? And I figured out what I liked and what I didn't like. So when I started doing my own paw shows, I knew exactly what I wanted to wanted them to look like and feel like and the energy and things like that just by watching other people and following other people. So that's what I mean by research and education. You don't have to like <laughs> take like crazy amount of time to get that done, but reach out to those people that are already doing it. So, you know, here's your invite. If you ever have questions about pop shows, <laughs> feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. I'm always happy to help. So that's number one. Number two, start small and experiment. If you decide to do something really big, imagine, um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to kind of, well, poshos, for example, poshos is a great, great, um, 
extra income to like put into your reselling business strategy, basically, um, depending on how you do it. Right. When I first started doing postures, I did one big show and then I was like, this takes a lot of time. And so then I started and I was trying to figure out like what I like, what worked, what didn't work. Um, and I started with small shows. I would only do like 10, 15 item shows that took me about an hour, hour and a half to do. And then I would package items right after the show and ship them out. And that was it. I did that for months while trying to figure out like what I liked about the shows and how I wanted them structured, how I wanted it to look, things like that. All those things, all that, those um, lists that I made from watching other people, I was implementing them in real time, trying to figure out like, okay, does it work? Does it not work? So you can start small. You don't have to jump in and, and do like a hundred item show like I do now. You know, you can start with 10 items and get comfortable with those 10 items and then grow a little bit at a time. Dip your toes in the uncharted territory. <laughs> start with, you know, the little things and then move up. Same with like, if you are doing, you know, whatever reselling now, like just normal um, bolo brands, things like that. And you're like, I really want to get into luxury designer goods, you know, start small, start with like common designers. For me, when I kind of started doing designers, I don't do too many, but when I kind of wondered in that area, I loved Jimmy too. Like Jimmy too was an easy flip for me. I got to know the brand. I would always get them authenticated because I still, to this day, I'm like, well, I could kind of tell, but I always, you know, want to make sure. But that's how I started. I started with Jimmy Choo shoes. I would buy, you know, find them for a, a low COG and then flip them high. Like, and that was like, my routine was Jimmy Choo shoes. Like, I love that. I know other people did docs. Um, other people did, um, you know, it doesn't matter, whatever brand, like I'm trying to think brands off the top of my head, but I cannot because you're, you know, ADHD kicks in. Um, but you can do all these, all these different things and you can start small. You don't have to immediately put out thousands of dollars to buy luxury designer goods that you can flip that, you know, and you're going to like wait there for them to flip so you can get more. Start with a couple of pieces and then take the profit from those pieces and then, you know, move forward. But when you start small, you are facing fear in like, because fear really can be overwhelming, right? It can get us kind of like, you get overwhelmed and then you're like, I'm done. I quit. But if you start small, then you can kind of experiment. You figure out as you go and then you grow, you know, after each flip, you learn something new and then you can add more and add more. And that's how you face that fear is because you started, you started smaller and you gradually made your goals bigger. So that's a, that's a great way to face it. So for me, like I said, live shows, I started real small and I worked up and then I kind of like leveled out again. And then I got comfortable at that level. Then I did, you know, a little bit more and then I got comfortable and I got to that, you know, evened out that level and then it just kept growing. So a little bit of time, stepping stones, but that's how you're, you're not gonna, you're not gonna face um, fear paralysis, right? Is that, I think that's what it's called. That's what they call it, where you get stuck and you're like, I quit. You quit before you even started. And the last thing is, and I think this plays really into what we're talking about right now, is just failing forward. Yes, you can research and, you know, get the information you need to kind of get your, get, get you going, right? To, to start those small, small um, experiments, start small and then, you know, get bigger and bigger at, um, over time. But there's something about, failing forward, <laughs> being like, okay, just do it. 
you just have to you just have to do it overthinking is really huge when especially for me like I overthink everything like I start thinking about like a year from now like what like right now I'm working on for example I'm working on trying to figure out how to record these um episodes the video version and put it on YouTube so if you wanted to watch it on YouTube and I'm thinking like the way the camera angle is I don't like it I don't like this lighting and I'm thinking a year from now it's not going to look professional and I'm like a year from now, you're lucky if you get in next week. <laughs> like you have to start thinking, overthinking all the big things. Like just start, just do what you can and you will adjust as, as time goes on, right? Just start where you're at because when you start overthinking, you start psyching yourself out and those limiting beliefs come in again. Oh, no one's going to watch this. No one's going to care, you know, or everyone's going to make fun of you for not having a professional background. It's not going to look like a professional podcast episode. And at that point you're like, well, well, I'm not recording this. Like, what's the point of that? You know, but when we don't overthink it, you just kind of go for it and you learn as you go. We do not need to know every single detail <laughs> before starting something. Like, thank goodness this episode or this podcast, I was talking about how, you know, I recorded that first one. I forced myself to record the first episode. I had it scheduled, like trying to figure out how to get it scheduled. And I had a random date set on it and it went live. I forgot to change the date because I wasn't ready for it to go live and it went live. And so I wasn't going to delete the episode, like it already went live. So might as well fail forward and start on the next episode. And that's how the first episode came in. And here we are third episode in <laughs> like a pro. Um, but yeah, you don't, you don't have to know everything. You just have to start and then, you know, analyze. So as far as like pause shows go, you know, do you think my live shows are the same as they were when they first started? Absolutely not. My background has changed at least 20 times. And if you've been in my shows, you know that every like 10 shows I get bored and I'm like, okay, this is how we're going to do it now, you know, until I found a, a layout that really works for me and I'm really comfortable where I'm at now, but who knows, like it might change again. It just shows that like how you start doesn't have to be how you end. Things are going to change over time as you learn what works for you, what doesn't work for you, what works for your business, what works for your mindset, you know, your goals, whatever it may be. You have, you're always going to be flexible, but to get to that point, you just have to start. So to recap, <laughs> I feel like that was a lot that we just covered. To recap, honestly, fear, you know, it's, you just have to ask yourself, am I just, am I scared? Like, am I physically scared of, you know, failing or am I physically, like, am I physically going to be hurt if I, nobody listens to this podcast? No, it's a limiting belief. We are just basically telling ourselves, no one cares about us. No one, you know, you're not good enough for this. You're not good enough for that. And when it comes down to it, it's just mindset. It just is a mindset shift and it's just getting yourself out of that, you know, negative self-talk. It's always, we're blaming it always on the negative self-talk because it's true. Like we're always putting ourselves down and we're afraid to take that first step to get us past that point of, you know, 
oh, that wasn't that scary. You know, think about like waiting in line for a roller coaster. It always looks scary. I'm always scared. And I get on the roller coaster and I'm scared on the roller coaster. And then I get off the roller coaster and I'm like, oh, that wasn't that bad. Am I going to ride it again? Mm, I'll have to think about it. But it wasn't as bad as I thought it was, you know, and that's where we just, we want to get to that point where you want to get past that. I'm just not going to do it. And we want to get you to the point where you are, you're just, you're going to try it, right? That's the first step. You're going to try it and you're going to go after what you want. And after trying it, then you can kind of add a little bit more and try it again. And, you know, you're starting small and you're experimenting and then you're changing things up. You're failing forward. And before you know it, you're past the point of, am I scared? No, I'm doing it now. I'm getting it done and, you know, I'm doing it. And as far as like, does that mean, does that mean you're never going to be scared again? No, (laughs) it's something you just, you're just going to have the right tools to actually, um, not hold yourself back the next time. So I get anxiety before every single pop show, every single time I'm like, Oh, I don't want to do this. I'm so scared. No one's going to show up. No one's going to watch. And then as soon as I like press start, I stop overthinking. I'm just like, just press start and whatever happens will happen. And people show up and then I'm like, oh, why was I so scared to begin? You know, because I was, it was just all limiting beliefs. So we need to get away from the limiting beliefs and we just need to remind ourselves that we can do it. And that, you know, you know, that joke where they're like, but did you die? Like, but did you die? Ask yourself, but did you die after you do it? And it'll change your mindset. I promise you're going to be like, wait a second. That wasn't even that serious. Like I just needed to press start. So I really hope this episode kind of gets you through your fear. Um, but I do want you to know that you're not alone. And I promise I get scared every single day, but I know that you can do it. And I know that you have amazing things coming your way. You just have to get past that little annoying voice in the back of our head telling us that we can't do it. Just press start, whatever it may be, press start and go for it. And just remember, you can fail forward and you can learn as you go. But you got this. I'm cheering you on from wherever I'm at when you're listening to this. So you got this. Thank you guys for tuning in. And if you always, as always, if you have any questions, reach out to me on Instagram at grateful posture, and I'm happy to further chit chat about this topic, but I appreciate you guys being here. And as always stay grateful. See you guys next time. Bye.